Hello and welcome back to DC Nova Stream. It has been a hot minute, has it not? Now, there is a reason behind that, and a very good reason. It's because I was with Alistair, aka the head honcho of Nova Stream, filming and attending Oz Comic Con Brisbane. This happens a couple of times a year where me and Alistair go off to enjoy the wonderful conventions that Brisbane has to offer. And that is where our cosplay of the week comes from this week. So let's get into cosplayer of the week. Cosplayer of the week this week is Josie, aka Shapeshifter underscore Cos. Josie went as two different characters to Brisbane Oz Comic Con this year. The first day she was Catwoman in the Catwoman wedding dress, and the second day she was Domino, which you can see a video of on the Nova Stream Instagram page as well. She did a little fight scene with Crossbones from the Avengers films. Along with Catwoman and Domino on her Instagram account, you can also see that she does Supergirl and Ariel and even a female Captain America. So next time you are on Instagram, make sure you check out shapeshifter underscore cos and have a look at her fantastic cosplays. Now let's dive into some DC news. Are you sure it's him? We called Gotham PD. He hasn't been seen for over a year. What was that? Disappeared, they said. They thought he might be dead. Why come here? Why Detroit? The weather. Ladies and gentlemen, not only has there been another trailer plus various character teasers released since the last podcast, but Australian viewers now have a way to watch the new series as it is to be released via Netflix. What series is this, you might be asking, and that is the one, the not quite only, considering there's animated series as well, but it is Titans! A deal has been signed that will send the already polarizing series overseas for those eager DC fans. It's a co-licensed deal similar to that of Black Lightning that will allow the show to stream both on DC Universe for America and Netflix for the world. But it's the latest trailer that has actually amped up my own excitement for the series. Although Raven might not be the dark and sarcastic character that we know from the animated cartoons, her awkward crush reciprocated by Beast Boy looks like it's going to be the cutest thing. And we also get a bit of a look at what we can expect from Anna Diop's Starfire, who after the social media whirlpool regarding her costume, has come out on top with a character performance that seems to shine through these short clips. What can I say? She is on Starfire! Yeah, uh, yeah. However, I can't but help feel the weight of Dove's words to Dick Grayson in this trailer would have been a lot more impacting if it had come from Barbara Gordon, but that might be my bias showing. Around this trailer, there have been varying character shorts that, although intriguing, did fall out of step with the initial trailer. This makes me wonder if the trailers are being molded to fit the target audience's reaction. It's a strange, fine line when listening to a target audience desire for a series, as it could both make or it could break a franchise. We've already seen the balancing act the DC films are doing after the call for more humour against their darkened themed Man of Steel and BBS. But either way, this trailer has taken off my hesitant edge and ignited my excitement for the series, especially now that I can watch it on Netflix. Blessed day! That is when you're shooting straight. Hey! I'm just saying. Aquaman's always courageous. His little fish, less outrageous. Plastic man can expand. Becomes funny in our hands. 
gotten some casting news for Margot Robbie's Birds of Prey film. Oh, I'm just a little bit excited for this one. Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Journey Smollett-Bell will be joining Robbie's Harley and filling the roles of Huntress and Black Canary. Winstead has said that she wasn't much of a comic book reader, but it was when she met with director Kathy Ann and learned the backstory of Huntress that she became very interested. She has gone on to say it's a really strong, kind of emotional place to start from for a superhero character. I won't go into too much detail now, but I think it's interesting and an opportunity to do something cool with this kind of character. For those who are outside of the loop, Huntress, aka Helena Bertinelli, has a family that was once one of the most notorious mafia families in Gotham. Her origin back in 1989 had her kidnapped and raped as a child to get back at her father. This led to her learning a lot of self-defense, but it wasn't until she was 19 and witnessed the murder of her parents that she took up the vigilante call to put an end to the mafia. Her origin does vary slightly over the years, but her family always dies at the hands of the Mafia. During the No Man's Land comic series, she even took up the mantle of Batgirl. However, Batman did not ever fully accept her or her violent and unpredictable methods, so she returned to her title as Huntress. But with all her violence and anger, Helena finds great fulfillment in being a teacher, a job that Oracle finds for her. And although Oracle and her are often at odds, Helena's selflessness and loyalty to the birds is the reason why she is a permanent member of the Birds of Prey, along with its first field agent, Black Canary. Now, Black Canary, aka Dinah Lance, I think is a bit more well-known than the Huntress. I will, however, give you some quick facts. Before she joined the Birds of Prey, Dinah wore a blonde wig as part of her costume. During her first mission for Oracle though, Dinah dyed her hair bottle blonde and tossed the wig. She even gets rid of her fishnets after Oracle supplies her with a new outfit. Her go-to ice cream flavor for, and I quote, finding out what a total wiener he is, is mint chocolate chip, whereas she finds Rocky Road is the ice cream for rejection. And more often than not, she'll take down her assailants physically before resorting to the canary cry. Needless to say, this is another piece of DC Entertainment that I am very excited for. I should laugh, but I cry Because your love has passed me by You took me by surprise I didn't realize that you were Over this past little break, we also have some costume footage and behind the scenes videos of the Joker origin film starring Joaquin Phoenix. The movie looks like it's going down a very dark road and fans are loving it. Even if his name Arthur Fleck is a little too similar to Ben Affleck. Beyond the video release of Phoenix in the Joker makeup, we've also been shown some behind the scenes photos from paparazzi and a video of a chaotic train station. Looking closely at the clip, and probably just a huge coincidence, is the train station Bedford Park Boulevard Station. The station is on the outskirts of Manhattan in real life, and are you ready, Gotham fans? It is right near a place called Jerome Park. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, I'm making a huge leap with that one as there is a leaked photo of the Gotham train line from this film and it shows the station to actually be in old Gotham. But there are more prominent links to other actors who have played the Joker. His suit, for example, is very reminiscent of Cesar Romero's Joker from the 60s. Although the suit isn't strictly purple, the cut is very similar along with the green shirt underneath. Even the way he removes the clown gang mask, which can be assumed as from a gang due to the extras on screen right, and the nonchalant manner in which he walks away from the train station mayhem is very akin to Heath Ledger's iteration. There have been a lot of people who have played the Joker with different prominent characteristics, like Jack Nicholson's mafia-focused Joker and Jared Leto's impulsive one. But when it comes down to the comics, the one thing that always stood out to me was the fact that you can't pin this villain down. He's unpredictable, whimsical, and his past is never divulged. The character is at times three men, sometimes Alfred Pennyworth, but the most significant would be his portrayal in The Killing Joke. Even then, with The Killing Joke delving into a sympathetic story, the Joker is never reliable. You can't trust his version of events. And that is what's going to make this film enticing. If the director, Todd Phillips, is blurring the lines between each film iteration of the Joker into this one twisted mind, I can see this becoming one of those films you can't just watch once. This is just me theorizing and probably getting way too excited for a concept without a full trailer. But as per what Phoenix has said, this won't be a superhero movie or studio movie. He went on to say underneath the excitement of these films and the size of them, there are these incredible characters that are dealing with real life struggles. And sometimes that is uncovered and exposed and sometimes it isn't. So that quote, I really hope he's touching on the fact that maybe these little character struggles and character ticks aren't quite exposed with the Joker and are just toyed with and then toying with the audience. So I think this will be a film to keep an eye on, but it also might be best seen with as little information as possible. These three are the protectors of New Gotham, the birds of prey. My name is Alfred Pennyworth, and this is their story. Comic Book of the Week this week continues on the theme of Birds of Prey. And after a little bit of a falling out between Black Canary and Oracle, where Black Canary kind of went off the plan of attack and Oracle was freaking out thinking something went wrong with Canary, the pair had a little bit of an argument and they're just trying to fall back into step with each other. So this issue has them being pursued by various men in a more, I guess, romantic way, but then also looking for help in one case. But at the very end, as I kind of quoted before, the pair share a tub of ice cream over the phone. Although at this point, I still don't think Canary actually knew who Oracle was, but they had bonded enough to, I guess, figure out that they both needed mint chocolate chip ice cream because they had found out the guys that they kind of liked was a total weenie. This comic book was titled Birds of Prey Wolves and released in October 1997. It's comic books like these that, you know, look at the hard stuff where they're trying to save the day, but then at the end, just the wonderful camaraderie that we don't often see between characters where all they want to do is share a tub of ice cream or in another comic book that I've read, and I have actually talked about it before, where the characters actually talk about Pokemon cards. 
It's just these sort of character defining moments away from the battlefield that I really enjoy and it kind of makes me want to have mint chocolate chip ice cream. So there you have it ladies and gentlemen, that is the big news that I thought was the most relevant to bring to you after that little bit of a hiatus. If you wanted to see what I was up to with Alistair then go check out the videos that Novastream has released, you can find them on the Facebook page or you can find them on the YouTube channel. There is also some really cool shorts of cosplay videos on the Novastream Instagram account. There is a Suicide Squad Joker by Kane is kind of cool. We have the Domino V crossbones I was talking to you guys about before and you know what we just got some great content over there so go and subscribe go follow us over there subscribe on youtube like us on facebook it's a different term for every social media my goodness anyway thank you so much for listening my name is Brittany, aka brick girl you can catch me on the dc Novastream podcast you can catch reviews on the Novastream network and you can follow me on youtube with the title brick girl if you want to find me on social media it's brick girl aus but until next time thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic week